This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share his love. In this episode of Radiant Reflections, Pastor Ryan Bibb and Josh Harama unpack Pastor Ryan's first installment of our series called SWAT, Spiritual Warfare and Tactics. Today, we'll be reminded that there is a spiritual battle happening all around us every day. Now, here's Ryan and Josh. Well, hey, welcome. My name is Josh Harima. Welcome to episode 12 of the Radiant Reflections podcast, a podcast of Radiant Life Church. Today, I am joined once again by Pastor Ryan Bibb. How goes it? It goes. You're once again wearing like a pretty fancy shirt. Yeah, I think this is going to be a tradition now. Oh, you gonna, are you going to get a different shirt for every... Like you're going to go and well, buy, I'm not gonna go go buy, buy a, a new, new shirt, shirt every week for the podcast? No, but I'm just going to wear wow. a very loud shirt every Monday when we record. You're going to have a hefty podcast line item in your in your monthly budget. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say the last couple items of articles of clothing I have bought, they've all been loud shirts, so. There you go. I don't know why. I just like loud shirts. This one's got a little south. For those that are uh, that are listening and you're not watching, the shirt he's wearing has a little bit of a southwestern vibe to it so well it's gonna feel like today with it we live in the southwest how hot it's gonna get uh, is it is it pretty light is it like lightweight i don't know it's just normal oh. okay cool well hey today we are talking about uh ryan's message from yesterday again we're shooting this on a monday morning and yesterday we kicked off a new series here at radiant life called swat spiritual warfare and tactics and ryan kicked off that series yesterday So we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive into that message. But now, Ryan, so this is all about spiritual warfare and and this idea of battle. And we've we've talked a little bit about battle before. I think it was in one of our one of our first episodes, you know, when when we did the movie uh, Darkest Hour. I know we had talked a little bit about battle. But what's the basic idea behind this series, this SWAT series? And why do you feel that this is an important topic to dig into? Uh, the basic idea is that the, it, there's a, it, there has to be an understanding for those of us that follow Jesus that there is a spiritual battle all around us. And um, I think in, in, in our faith, in those who follow Jesus, I think you, we have two responses. We have, hey, crank down the spiritual talk a little bit. Like, um, there's not, the devil's not hiding behind every bush type thing, which I agree um, but at the same time, you got to make people aware that they could be under spiritual attack, that there is a spiritual realm. And Paul writes about it, and we've kind of based this entire series out of his letter to the church in Ephesus. Ephesians chapter 6, uh, verses 10 through 18 is all about the armor of God and understanding that, that there is a spiritual warfare. It's real. It's there. And I feel like now's the time to do it. We like to enter, at least at, at church here at Radiant Life, uh, a little longer series in the summer, knowing that a lot of people go on vacations, they're gone for a while or whatnot. But at the same time, uh, we're in the midst of COVID-19, and I think um, hopefully we're on the tail end, at least Michigan's releasing more freedom, it feels like. Uh, but at the same time, I think we've been under attack this whole time, hmm. mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And so um, in a sense, I want to wake up people. Help them become aware that there's a spiritual realm and they're fighting for you and against you. And at the same time, let's wake up. Let's suit up every day. And let's not just go through life and skid by it, just 
smooth sailing, so to speak. Let's wake up and let's battle this thing. Cool. So spiritual warfare, and this is something, and you alluded to this in your message, and this might be something that brings to mind movie-esque imagery. You know, I mean, I personally, I remember as a, I don't know, I was in my late teens, my early 20s, and I watched a couple of seasons of the show Angel, which was a spinoff of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who'd that star? Uh, it was David Boreanaz, the guy who was then later in, like, Bones. Yeah. He was, I mean, he was a cool, cool actor. But, I mean, so in this, in this TV show, you have, you have people in, in every episode, you know, they're fighting some sort of a demon or, an, or other, right? But it's all with, like, you know, they're, like, physically engaging these things. Or, hey, we've got to go get the crossbow bolt of so that we can kill this demon. And, and you know, but movies, movies have all these different things that they do with, with the supernatural. Why do you think that movies or TV shows, why do they even try to portray the supernatural? Or, you know... I mean, and maybe more specifically, why do they try to portray spiritual struggles? I, you know, uh, we can thank Hollywood for a lot of bad theology when it comes to spiritual warfare. <laughs> but I think at the same time, we could also give props in a very small way to Hollywood because I think it actually wakens us up to something, too. It, there's, there's a little bit of curiosity. It's probably why you watched Angel in the first place. Right, like there's got to be something there that drew you. Maybe it wasn't the cross of whatever you said, <laughs> um, but there's a spiritual aspect that I think we're drawn to. Right? I mean, we're, we're two beings. We're a spiritual being, but we're a physical being as well. And so, um, I think anytime Hollywood can spin anything um, in the supernatural, it, it piques interest. And it, yeah, they they show the struggle that obviously is not what we read in the scriptures, but they definitely show a struggle. I think Hollywood understands that there's something there. They just don't have the divine power in God's word to guide them in producing what they are producing via television and movies. But there's something there that's intriguing um, because it it is. It's, It's unnatural almost. That's why it's called the supernatural, right? It's not natural and it's very intriguing. You've probably, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. I, here's the thing. Here's the danger of Hollywood and stuff is obviously it, mis- it can misinform us because they've got the wrong perspective. It gives us bad theology. But I also think watching certain things that Hollywood produces is also an invitation for the spiritual things as well. In a, in a, in the, a, in a good in way a, or a bad way? In a bad way. Okay. Okay. So quite frankly, uh, I'll just be totally transparent I think it opens the door for the devil and, and things. I used to, I, I, not love, I used to like like a little bit of horror movies. Uh, I, I, for instance, I, I actually really enjoyed the Saw movies. Like, it's, that stuff is horrible, okay? I am not promoting this movie series <laughs> at all. It is horrible. Kids, kids don't, don't watch the Saw. But I had watched every single one. Um, why? It was, I'm always trying to figure out, like, who's behind everything. And that's what kept me going through all, because they're like, dude, there's a mastermind here. And you got to try to figure out who that is. But what I realized in my own walk with Jesus is that I was opening the door towards spiritual attack. 
I had I stopped watching them. I stopped all horror movies in my life. I do not watch any more horror movies because I knew I was opening the door to something I did not want to. And I was giving an invitation for the devil. He comes either by invitation or invasion. You choose. He's going to attack you. And I was opening that door. For me personally, I'm not saying it's for For me personally, that's the way. Watching horror movies, Hollywood, is what got... The devil attacking me. I knew he was getting a foothold. I don't know if I answered your question or not. I went on a little tangent. Well, that's all right. I mean, and, and you kind of hit on, I mean, and, and maybe you want to unpack a little bit more. Um, I mean, you, you hit on a little bit, but I mean, this fascination that we have with the, with the supernatural. And again, I mean, the fact that these shows, you know, the fact that they made more than one of these movies. And that, I don't know. I mean, I've not seen those. I don't, I don't do horror. I can't. Like, I was like a terrified person as a child like <laughs> I didn't I didn't ever want to do anything that made me afraid I never understood why people I had a buddy he watched a horror movie and he's like it was great I had nightmares for like two weeks I was like how is how is that like a promotion for this movie like that sounds <laughs> terrible to me <laughs> but, it, but that people have this fascination I mean yep. so even for me yep. you know Angel wasn't I mean it wasn't horror but I mean it there was definitely a draw there yeah you know, and, it, and it deals with the supernatural it deals with you know Kind of the spiritual. We like this unknown thing. Again, it piques so much curiosity in us. That's again. That is why Hollywood makes it in the first place. How do you think they stumble? Okay, now I'll get on a tangent. Like, how do you? I wonder if you if you could look back over the history of movies or even the history of of like the written, you know, like when did people, in a sense, discover? Hey, you know what? Really like moves and grooves with people is like when we have these elements of the supernatural or when we have these, you know, yeah, I, know. I don't know. That would be a fascinating, fascinating thing to do a Google search right there of understanding how that actually came about and where did the fascination peak? I mean, maybe it does go back to scripture, you know, and what Paul writes. I mean, Paul's very evident in scripture. Listen, there's a spiritual battle. Uh, use as followers of Jesus. You have a target on your back. Uh, Satan is after you. Uh, you are in a spiritual warfare. It's it's real, and for whatever reason, um, supernatural peaks curiosity. It just does, and it happens. And again, it's it's the unexplainable. It's the unknown. It's this is why the movie or the TV show X Files became so popular too. Like I'm not going on an alien tangent, but that it, why? Because it was the unknown. It's the space and everything. It's it's it's. It's the curiosity. It's what's out there. And that's why the supernatural, I think, at least in Hollywood and in people, is that I just wonder, is there something else? I wonder if there's a deep longing because we are spiritual beings and many of us have a hole that only God can fill as a spiritual being, as, as God. And that's why it piques curiosity because we're searching, but we don't realize we're searching for God all along. We're searching for a spiritual thing, but not realizing it's God. So we have, I mean, in a sense, like a spiritual radar, like that's built into it. So it's always, it will draw us towards the spiritual, uh, whether or not it's a, a, a healthy thing or if it's a, I, I mean, obviously, yeah. like coming into a relationship with God is, is the, the only real healthy way to find spiritual fulfillment. Yeah. Right? But I mean, but yeah, that's. I mean, we're all created in God's image. We all have that image bearer of who God is in us. It's just that curiosity, that awakening of the spiritual. And many of us, we're just searching in the wrong spots. And 
we've allowed Hollywood to dictate what that looks like for us. And many times, I'm not just picking on Hollywood. It's just... <laughs> what did you find on the website? I don't know, Siri, my computer. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even say her name and she speaks. But um, Big Brother is... Yeah, I don't want to feel like we're, we're picking on Hollywood. We're not just... That's... Unfortunately for us in our culture, that's what's defining spiritual warfare for us and our theologies. We look to the movies. We look to television for it hmm. instead of right here in God's word. I do think, though, it's worth noting, like, you have to be, especially if you're a follower of Jesus, right? You have to be careful with what you put in your head. I mean, you really do. I mean, from, from the movies that you watch, the TV shows that you watch, to the music that you listen to. Now, and again, this is not like a blanket statement that, oh, all this kind of music is bad, or all this kind of movie is bad, or all, you know. But you have to be careful, man, because, yeah, I don't know, like you said with movies, um, for me, music, you know, I'm a musician. There have been kind of, there's music that I've listened to in the past, and, and, and I've come to the realization, like, whoa, like, when I listen to this music, like, I'm, I give in to temptation way more. I, you know, I treat people poorly. I, you know, and it had, it plays out in all kinds so of So let's ways. be real. I have gone into your office with you blaring your music and said, is this that music? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Is this the music that so, I so know gets, is, gets under is. you? And, and, so, and that's Influences. where it's, it's, it's weird. I've, and I've said there, there are a couple of bands, right? And, and if you're out there listening, maybe you guys think I'm a total crackpot now. Uh, well, maybe you thought that before. That's all right. <laughs> But I mean, like, I've never been addicted to drugs or alcohol, anything like that. But, but I would relate it to. I have times where I, I physically like I have to listen to, and it's usually the bands that have a negative influence on me. Hmm. The ones that when I listen to them, I mean, like even my wife, you know, and, and I've gotten a lot better, and I, and I really limit when I listen to it. But like there have been times where my wife will come home. And just by the way, like our first couple of interactions, I should be like, you've been listening to da 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 da, haven't you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> she knows. She can she recognize knows. that. <laughs> so you have to be careful with what you put into your mind, uh, because it isn't it isn't a neutral uh, neutral substance, so to speak. It it can have a, a negative impact. Yep. But. So in this message, you make the statement that followers of Jesus should be under spiritual attack. Even even hinting at in your message that if you aren't under spiritual attack, that in a sense you should question whether or not you're really following Jesus. Yeah. Unpack that because, I mean, quite frankly, that seems harsh. It does. Maybe, maybe a little bit like fatalistic, like, oh, like, hey, it's just going to suck to follow Jesus. And, you know, sure. like, give us, give us a little bit more... So I'll be honest. That. I wrestled with sta- saying that <clears throat> statement or not in the message. Um, and so, so here's a little insight into my head when I'm delivering a message, I can do so many things (laughs) like as you're delivering the message, you're also thinking about what's coming up next, you know, type thing. So while I'm speaking, I'm engaged in the moment, but I know what's coming up next too. Um, as far as flow and just also I'm, I'm literally many times in a message, I'm praying, Holy Spirit, give me the right words. If I know there's something is, is this it? Or should I say this or not? I'm praying. I really felt like I needed to say that. Um, I'm going to go back to John 10, 10, John 10, 10 reads this way. The thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. Right. I just want to just 
stop on that part, the first part of John 10, 10, because the last part's awesome. Jesus says, I've come that they may have life and have it to the full, which is awesome. But that first part, Jesus is clearly telling us the thief, Satan, the devil is real. The enemy of our soul comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I, I firmly believe that we are in a battle in the spiritual realms. And if I am, this is scary, if I'm the devil, I think I have it pretty easy if I have a lukewarm Christian. I don't have to do, I don't have to do much. They're not on fire. They're not passionate. They may or may not be fully in the will of God or doing what God has in store for them, the reason why he ever created them and has purpose for them. They may not be living into it. So I, I'm, I'm very fearful that we go by and realize, wow, I've had it smooth forever. Now, I, I don't, I need to unpack that. That doesn't yeah. mean life is horrible all the time. But there is a battle and it's real. And I think when you're definitely in the will of God and you're doing the will of God, um, there, there's battles. You have a larger, to me, you have a larger target on your back than a lukewarm Christian does. Because again, if the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he doesn't have to do much if you're lukewarm. You're doing it pretty good already. Like, hey, but this guy over here is wrecking havoc on the dark, broken places, wrecking havoc, wreaking havoc for God's kingdom. <laughs> Somebody's been rubbing up on you the wrong uh, way. <laughs> you know, just wreaking havoc. Man, they are building God's kingdom here. The devil's going to have a bigger target on that person. Because his whole idea is to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to throw you off of doing God's plan here on earth. Now, he has limited power too. And this is where you ought to be in a spiritual battle. Yes, you should. But at the same time, know that you have divine power to win those battles. And I think that's the divergence. Yeah, you're under spiritual attack. I'll, I'll t I'll, I will say this. Ever since I've been in full-time ministry now, over 10 years, I've had more spiritual attacks than ever. But I know I'm living into God's plan and purpose for my life. I'm not always falling into temptation and losing those battles. I've got the Holy Spirit, the, the same power that rose Jesus from the grave living inside of me. I have so much victory knowing that and walking into that. But I'm under attack. My spirit, my flesh, like Paul says, is a balance. My spirit wants to do this. My flesh wants to do this. My spirit's pulling me this way. There's that attack that happens. So how does somebody know when they're under spiritual? Like maybe, you know, maybe we have people listening or watching. Like, oh, does that mean, you know, every time something bad happens in my life? And this, this lends itself, you know, because I, th I think there's a danger here of, you know, if we don't understand what it looks like when we're under spiritual attack, there can be a tendency to overcredit the devil, right? So to where every, anytime something negative in our life happens, oh, the devil, oh, you know, the devil made me lose my job. No, like you're incompetent. <laughs> like your incompetence made you lose your job. Which right. turns out, like, hey, just because you lost your job, I'm not saying that you're incompetent. I mean, th there can be a variety of reasons. Point being, right, um, the, the danger would be, hey, I'm under spiritual attack. You know, that's why I lost my job. That's why, you know, this relationship went south. That's why. Help us understand what does it look like? How do I know? And, and maybe it'll be helpful if you say, how do you know when you're under spiritual attack? Oh, yeah, because I think it's hard to give a blanket list here because it's not for everyone, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone, the attack everyone might is be different, different, right? Yeah. Here's what I want to do say. Um, I love this C.S. Lewis quote. Uh, C.S. Lewis states, uh, states this, quote, 
when it comes to demonic, people usually fall into two errors. They either take him altogether too seriously or they don't take him seriously enough, end quote. Like, I love that. Is that screw tape letters? It may be. Okay. But here's, you cannot attribute Satan to every inconvenient circumstance. I do believe that. Okay. Uh, gas prices or your biscuits have jumped to a, you use, you're paying 99 cents for a, what do you call it? A tube of, of biscuits? What do you call it? Where did they come? What do they come in? A tube, talking? right? They come in a tube. Oh, you're talking like the ones yeah, that the you twist pop and, it, and pops, it pops, right? Okay. That's a tube. <laughs> a tube of biscuits. <laughs> you're used okay, to a dollar. No, I'm okay. you're, you're used to 99 cents. Now it's a dollar 40. You can't say, oh man, Satan, I, Satan's after my tithe now. You shouldn't start praying against the demon of like, biscuit prices. Hey, hey like, it, like that, yeah. Every traffic jam is not from Satan that you're in type thing. Um, and so, yeah, you got to be careful. Here's how I know I'm under spiritual attack. Number one, I become lethargic. I can become very passive, as in disengaging passive, where... I love every morning I wake up, I have, I have about an hour of quiet time. I just get into God's word and I, I, I turn on worship music, I pray, I journal. When I'm under spiritual attack, I'll wake up just wanting to lay there and do nothing and not go do that. I know it. Um, when I'm under spiritual attack, uh, I, I, am, I can be very, not very, but I'm, I can become very short-tempered which has always been a struggle for me. I've dealt with anger before. And so I can become very short-tempered. I know that's a spiritual attack. I know it's a spiritual attack when, um, when I want to give up on ministry. Those are few, far in between, because I know what God's purpose is and plan in my life. I know why he designed me, how he's designed me. It's taken me a while to understand that. And I'm still learning more and more of that. But I know those moments when I'm like, I'm just done. Life would be so much easier. Well, I, would, I, I assume I'm under spiritual attack in that moment. That life would be easier if I just got out of ministry altogether. That I don't have to do this anymore. But it goes back to that one question. Like, yeah, because I have a target on my back. I, because I know I'm in the will of God, I have a target on my back. And so those for me... I understand that's when I'm under spiritual attack. I know I'm not doing well spiritually when um, I can become, again, short-tempered with my kids, with my wife. I, I know that. I know that's when I'm under spiritual attack. But I think it's, it comes in different forms for people. I think the devil knows how to attack you, and that's where he goes after. But I don't think, again, he's under every, behind every single bush and every unfortunate circumstance in life, like a traffic jam. Nah, you're just in a traffic jam, man. There's just a ton of cars on the highway right now. Well, and so let's say, you know, he talks about, um, you know, hey, I'm going to get short-tempered, you know, maybe a little bit shorter with the kids, with, with your wife. Um, being under spiritual attack isn't an excuse to treat people like garbage. <laughs> right, so I mean, but that's no, what, absolutely. I mean, so it's not, it's not, you don't just throw up your hands and say, oh, I'm under spiritual attack. Sorry, I'm, I'm being kind of a jerk. Yeah. Uh, too bad. It's the devil's fault. Yep. I mean, we, we still have a responsibility to uh, live out what God calls us to, to exercise the, the fruits of the Spirit and in those moments. Which is why I pray the fruits of the Spirit every morning. 
because that's how I know, man, I'm bearing the fruit. I, I don't just pray fruits of the Spirit. I pray that I have the biggest, juiciest fruits of the Spirit that I can bear. Because when I'm under attack, yeah, self-control may go away or um, my patience is it's not even there, which I still want to ask Jesus why patience is in the fruits of the Spirit. Like, <laughs> could he yo- choose another term? Why that one? But probably the fact that you don't want it there is a good reason yeah. why it's there. <laughs> yeah. So for those that are listening or watching, and you know they've this is kind of a new idea for them, spiritual attack. Like, what are what are some things that they can do, in a sense, to start to become more aware of what spiritual attack looks like in their life? Because, you know, you said it's not the same for every person. You know, so just because somebody else is, is lethargic or, um, well, I mean, they might not be in ministry. So, you know, they're not going to face a, you know, the temptation to leave ministry. How might they know when they are under spiritual attack? How can they start to, in a sense, get that radar functioning? I, I, I think it's a prayer. Um, one of the pastors that I really looked up to, he said, uh, pray that your eyes would be opened. And, and I think that's a prayer that I think we all as followers of Jesus can start praying. God, may my eyes be open. Help me become, again, it goes back to my first statement when we first got on this podcast. It goes back to help me become aware that this thing is there and not just go through life. It's a real thing. And it's a real thing when you're following Jesus. You have a target. It's a real thing. So begin to pray, God, would you begin to open my eyes? Help me to see. Help me become aware. And God will. God, God will begin to reveal where you're under spiritual attack. God will begin to reveal, um, and, and reveal and open your eyes to when you know you're under spiritual attack. And uh, it, it's not all... It, when you get to that point in your understanding, like if you're a brand new Christian and you're listening to this and stuff, you're like, wow, I didn't realize that. You know, that's when some of the deepest, richest moments of your faith can occur is when you become aware of the spiritual attacks because then you're just sitting in the presence of God. Like, God, in this moment, I know I'm under attack. I need you more than ever right now. And those are some of the richest moments when he meets you right there and you're like, oh my gosh. And you get this like renewed sense of who God is. It's incredible. But we just got to be waking up. Oh, maybe some of us have been sleeping on this, but just to be aware, just begin to pray. Waking my, open my eyes. Help me to see what I'm not seeing. Not necessarily the, un, not, not necessarily the spiritual realm. Don't, I mean, maybe God will give you a glimpse into the spiritual realm. I don't know, but help me to see what I'm not seeing. I was actually, I was talking with my kids about that last night. Well, a couple of my kids, and and I told them, I said, well, honestly, because they asked, hey, like, Dad, do we ever, will we ever get to see an angel? I said, if you do, I said, be prepared, like, it would scare the crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and they're like, what do you, why would it, why would it be scary? Like, aren't they, you know, like beautiful? I'm like, dude, every description that we have of angels in scripture is not, it's not like a little cherub, and it's not your precious moments. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? It's not. <laughs> Is, there's, a, there's a reason why every time an angel appears to a human, they are terrified. You right. get that word over and over, terrified, 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 right? Uh, there's a reason for that. Yeah. That's a whole nother, man, we could do a podcast on angels and demons all together and 
Do you have a guardian angel? Yeah. Which oh, <laughs> when, when grandma passes away, she's watching over me. Is she? Is she really watching over you? Because she was created to be a human, not an angel. So uh, we're I'm getting off a total... Ju- jack just, it up so people... Now, I do want to right say, though, well, it's important to, know, to understand some of these things. But I, I would also say you have to be careful about how much you start to explore yes. when it comes to angels and demons. There's a lot that we are not told. Right, and if you start to go down this this rabbit trail of oh, I want to learn as much as I can about demons, we ha- we have to be a little bit cautious. We don't have to, you know, if, if you're a follower of Jesus, you have the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't have to fear demons. That doesn't mean that we should go and try to seek them out to be like, oh, I would really like to understand a demon. I don't know. I don't know if you want to <laughs> add anything to that. Uh, no, I, w- I would say this though. I would rather understand where my power is coming from than understanding a demon. Understand the power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus in your life rather than understanding a demon. Because that's where victory is. So I'd rather understand that and put on the full armor of God than trying to understand. But, but the surface level of that is just understand that the devil's real and there are schemes that he's going to try to do to thwart you. Get off the plan that God has for you in your life. And don't even dare try to usher in God's kingdom. He's out to destroy that and that plan in your life. We've got to understand that. We can have that basic theology, then understand, let's suit up. We're in a battle. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, and if you go that, down that road of trying to understand angels and de- or demons particularly too much, listen, just as a warning, that may be a foothold mm-hmm. that you open a door that you never meant to open. Because then... Again, you, you nailed it. Scripture doesn't give us a ton of detail on demons. We know they're there. We know they try to lure us away from God and his plan. They try to destroy us. That's really all we're given. Yeah. Now, if you want, and I'm not saying that this is on level with, with Scripture, but C.S. Lewis did write a book called The Screwtape Letters, which is an interesting uh, look. This is, for those of you that have never heard of this book, this is a conversation between two demons. I mean, this is written, you know, obviously C.S. Lewis isn't sitting there watching two demons talk, but this is written, you know, kind of a, as a fictitious uh, account. But it does give us some of the, it takes some of the biblical principles of what we do know about the devil and how he works and how he, how he tempts us and, you know, all that. And it, it's kind of an eye-opening. Uh, well, it's one of those thing. classics. Like, it, it, I just got... I'm giddy now. I just got the whole library of C.S. Lewis's works in a box. It's beautiful. I love it. What's your and What's your favorite? What's maybe your favorite? Screw Tape Love lo- Screw Tape lo- Letters. I, I don't know. Mere Christianity is really good. The Great Divorce is good. The Great Divorce is by far that is always. That's I've read that one. I don't know three four times. That's That's a fun one. We had a discussion on that one time. We did. We read it and then yeah. discussed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but, I think I think um, outside of God's word. I, 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 screw tape letters is super just it's interesting and um yeah i think i i think what i walk away with screw tape letters honestly is just eye-opening of how how the devil can use little things in our lives that we don't that we don't understand the door's open oh my goodness i didn't realize i opened that door shut it no yeah no i think i think if you read that book you'll you'll be challenged in, in a in a good way and it's an easy read it's yeah. not like a huge book it's it's a pretty easy engaging read yeah, yeah. So, hey, as we as we wrap up, I guess I do want to. I just real quick too, though, because there might be people listening who 
are not followers of Jesus. They just they, maybe they stumbled across this, or there's somebody who's coming to Radiant Life, or you know, they're just kind of kicking the tires. Um, do people who are not followers of Jesus experience spiritual attack? Yeah, we're told in Scripture that the enemy blinds them, blinds the unbeliever. You just don't realize it because they're blind. <laughs> if I can keep you blind, I, I I got you. You're good. Again, that's why my morning prayer from people who are in my life that don't know Jesus is God remove the spirit of this age that is blinding them. They just don't realize it. But sure, there's a reason why you're blinded to to things of this world. So will that do you think that spiritual attack looks different in their life? I mean they're blinded, but I mean, you know, we talked about some of the ways spiritual attack plays out in your life. Mm-hmm. Do you think spiritual attack looks different? I mean, it, it can. Is it kind it of like, can, hey, there's they're, some similarities. I mean, the, I mean, a spiritual attack can be addiction to something. Mm-hmm. That could happen to the believer and the unbeliever. I think that's a spiritual attack. You have an addiction to alcohol. I think that's a spiritual attack in your life. Hmm. Which, just to be clear, he's, he's not saying that I have. <laughs> I'm glad you had to clarify that. That's right. For those that are listening thinking, oh, I didn't know that Pastor Josh had a. But, hey, a, I mean, sin goes to the believer and the unbeliever. Oh, yeah. But the difference is, in the believer's life, we've got, we have power over that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Well, hey, uh, this is, again, this is the first episode. This is going to be a longer series, the spiritual warfare and tactics, uh, because this is not a topic that we just want to say, oh, yeah, hey, let's just quick talk about this. Uh, so you're going to get more as we journey through this. Right? We're going to talk about the armor of God that Paul tells us about in Ephesians chapter 6. Uh, we're going to kind of look at that from a really practical standpoint of what does that actually look like? Mm-hmm. How do we actually do battle, right, uh, with, with these spiritual forces? So I want to encourage you to join us for the rest of those messages and then the podcast episodes that are paired with those as we dig a little bit deeper into that. Well, Ryan, always a pleasure. Yeah, uh, thanks, man. Stuff. Which, hey, I want to give a shout-out real quick. Um, we are sitting at, if you're watching this video, you see this gorgeous table that we are sitting at. This was crafted by Pat Arsenault. And, uh, I wish a, they could see the top of it because the top is. Because this here we is, go. we got the top is, coming right now. This is beautiful. This is a beautiful, beautiful table, um, and he's <clears throat> he is a true craftsman. So I uh, just want to give a shout out to him for uh, <laughs> for putting this together. This is gorgeous. So, uh, but thank you for joining us for episode twelve of Radiant Reflections the podcast for Radiant Life Church. If your podcast platform allows, or on YouTube. Go ahead and like, share, subscribe, rate, or review. We would love to get feedback from you. If you have questions, you can also email us, podcast.theradiantlife.church. If there are topics that you think would be interesting to hear about, go ahead and shoot us that to that email address as well. Well, thanks for joining us. Again, my name is Josh Harima, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. 
We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.